Thank you for joining us on the first episode of the Teach Plus podcast. Today, we have interim CEO, Lindsay Sobel, who's going to talk to us about Teach Plus and some of the amazing teachers that are doing great work through our programs. Lindsay, thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you as a guest on the very first episode of our podcast. Thank you, Dan. It is an honor to be here. Um, you are just a tremendous influence and a leader. I, I've known you now for three years. And ever since we met and every time we meet, uh, I tell you what, I am impacted in a positive way just by how you carry yourself and the impact that you make on policy, on the teams that you lead. So thank you for your leadership. I can't wait to just talk to you a little bit today. Let's just jump into it. So for those who are unfamiliar with Teach Plus, how would you describe the organization and, and really what sets Teach Plus apart from those that are in the space? That's a great question, Dan. Um, I will start with a story about my favorite day at Teach Plus. Uh, that was the day that I got to call an amazing math teacher named Farida Mama and invite her to get on a plane, fly to Washington, D.C., and sit in the Oval Office with the President of the United States to talk about education policy. And that day was so powerful both because the president got to hear from this incredible teacher and also because when she then went back to her classroom to talk to her students and they said, Miss Mama, Miss Mama, how, you know, what did the president say? And she was able to say, he asked about you. And to me, that was just the moment that brought everything we do here at this organization together because it was the most powerful leader in the United States asking directly about the students who we are here to serve. Um, and that's really what Teach Plus is all about. We are an equity-driven teacher leadership organization. We are dedicated to supporting teachers uh, to take leadership everywhere from the schoolhouse to the state house to the White House. And, uh, and that, that's really what we do. Um, you know, we believe that when outstanding solutions-oriented teachers lead, great things happen for kids. So I'll share a little bit about our programming and really what sets us apart. We support teachers to lead within their school buildings. Um, and you, Dan, are one of the most remarkable leaders in, in that effort as well. Just supporting teachers of how do you lead both your students and then beyond your classroom, supporting students across a school building or even across a district or a state to build the educational expertise that it takes in order to really move the needle for students. Um, so that's one set of our programming. Another is around teachers leading in state policy effort through the Teach Plus Policy Fellowship, teachers learn how to testify and meet with legislators and make the case about what it is that their students and their classrooms really need. And then finally, we also um, are so thrilled to have the chance to engage teachers to lead in federal policy as well, meeting with members of Congress, meeting with members of the Department of Education, um, and in lucky cases also um, with the President of the United States. That's awesome. And you, you touched on something there that I thought, you know, when you were telling me that story, there, there was a personal emotional response as you were telling that. Does working at Teach Plus really resonate with anything in you that is just kind of your purpose or uh, fulfill anything for you on a personal level other than just professional? 
Um, it really, really does, Dan. You know, I have had the privilege of working at Teach Plus now for almost 11 years, and there has never been a day that I did not feel like it was the greatest privilege on the earth to be able to do this work. And really, it's about the teachers that, you know, teachers just give every bit of themselves, they give every bit of their expertise and their emotional dedication to their students. And the fact that I get to come to work every day and support and lift up those teachers and give them a chance to make sure that their expertise goes beyond their classroom walls to their school walls, their district, and and far beyond is just the greatest privilege that anyone could ever ask for. And I have learned more from teachers than anyone else. They have just been an incredible building block to to my leadership and uh, and to this organization. I couldn't agree more. You know, I I tell people often that you know, the reason I'm, I'm here doing this is because, you know, I get to impact teachers and, and help them become more effective leaders. You know, I think, you know, as a profession, uh, we do a pretty good job, I think, of preparing our teachers to lead students, right? We, you know, we prepare them, we train them. But when it comes to preparing them to lead adults, to lead other adults, I think that's, that's a gap that we have and just our professional preparation programs that I would like to see improve, but definitely a place I feel like Teach Plus comes in because it takes their leadership to the next level. It helps them to impact things that normally wouldn't get that voice. And and to me, that's always been something that resonates with me and definitely one of my whys of why I do this, uh, because to see the teacher's voice in, in education like that, I think benefits everybody. And speaking of that, you know, when we, we think about the, uh, the vision and the mission of Teach Plus, um, that phrase of excellent, experienced, and diverse teachers to take leadership roles. When we talk about that, why is that important? Why is that something that we really need to resonate nationally, specifically here in Texas, but really in the nation as a whole? Why, why now? Why is that important? Thank you. Um, Dan, I do think we need this now more than ever. Um, and, you know, take the pandemic, you know, that teachers were the only leaders who were meeting directly with students and families every single day, and who also had this incredible expertise as trained educators. Um, you know, we cannot get to a vision of an equitable education system without the leadership of the experts who are actually directly building relationships with students and families and communities every day. I'll give you a couple examples of that. So one is there's just this incredible teacher named Kristen Bland. Um, she lives in Rhode Island and she you know, what during the start of this pandemic just saw what an incredible emotional toll was being taken on teachers, that they were absorbing the, the pain and the trauma of their students, their students' families, their communities, as well as the experiences that they themselves were living through at that incredibly challenging time. Um, and so she created, because of the leadership that she had learned from Teach Plus, she created this professional learning community of teachers, building supports for each other so that they could bolster each other um, to get through the time and also continue to support the children and families who they were in the work for. With the inspiration of teachers like her, we created something called the Phoenix Project, which was an effort to bring 175 teachers across the United States from 30 states together to engage in design thinking, to reimagine an education system that is more effective and equitable than ever before. And, you know, we heard teachers like Kristen and so many others say, I don't want to go back to the way it was. I want to build back and get, make our system more equitable. We don't want to just go back. So that's one example. 
Um, another example is here in Texas, um, three amazing teachers, Sharifa Mason, Shantoria Walker, and Fernanda Pierre. They were in the first cohort of Teach Plus Texas Policy Fellows. And they came to that first session and they said that a real challenge that they were facing is that teachers who are reflective of the students who they serve, so you know, teachers of color who are stu- serving students who many times may have, have some shared experiences um, with students and who bring so much passion and brilliance, um, were actually being pushed out of the classroom because the school environments they were in were not culturally affirming. They were not um, allowing students or teachers to bring their whole selves to school. Um, And so they started doing research and advocacy. Eventually that turned into a national report that Teach Plus did with the Education Trust. Um, If you listen, we will stay. And I think that paper and that effort really helped to contribute to this very large national movement around teacher diversity. Teach Plus is now in a, um, on the steering committee for a group called the One Million Teachers of Color campaign that's really trying to close the gap between the student diversity numbers and teacher diversity across the country. We have to recruit and retain a million more teachers in order to do that. And then finally, Sharifa Mason, one of those teachers, is now the lead author of a brand new paper that Teach Plus just released called To Be Who We Are that was based on interviews with 105 Black teachers talking about how how to build culturally affirming school environments that retain teachers of color. Um, so those are just some of the examples of why teachers leading leads to great things. And I want to point out that both of those papers are available for free for download at teachplus.org if you want to go there and download that and read it and spread that word about the amazing research that's been done and what teachers are saying. I think it's important to give teachers voice. Uh, one of the projects that I know I'm involved in is Ready to Lead. It's something that we will cover in later episodes of the podcast for sure. Uh, but one of the things that we do in Ready to Lead is we're encouraging students and candidates of color, really encouraging them to become teachers of color because there's a lack of representation of teachers of color in the profession. And so we are looking at ways to encourage students to become those teachers. One of the things that I think we have found that really isn't getting enough play, I think that you often hear, you know, that students need to see teachers that are like them. And I think that's definitely important. I think, you know, definitely it, it adds to the quality of the education. But one of the aspects that I think we also have found is that when decisions are made on campus, decisions about curriculum, when decisions about instructional practices, when decisions are made about strategies, when decisions are made about uh, how are we going to tackle the deficit and the gaps caused by the pandemic or just closing the achievement gap in general, one of the voices that gets left out are that of the teachers of color because they're not there. So their voice isn't being added to the discussion. So I think it's important for us to really add that value really in all aspects of education. And nationally, you can look at every research poll, every statistic will tell you that um, that there's a an underrepresentation of teachers of color in the United States. And we're definitely seeing that in Texas, something that we are working as Teach Plus to change. So I'm excited about that. I know you're very excited about it as well. So with all the things we're doing with with these uh, social change efforts, with these policy change efforts, which is a huge part of what we do as Teach Plus, what are the challenges that you've seen? And as an organization, how has Teach Plus been a part of overcoming those challenges? 
Absolutely, Dan. So um, I'll share a few. And you know, this really came out in this effort around the, the Phoenix Project, because we saw teachers who had just been through the worst in this past year. And they were just seeing that, you know, all the inequities that they had previously seen in education that they were already fighting to uh, fix just got worse. Um, and so, you know, we, we looked at a few different themes. Um, one was around um, thriving students. So, you know, students during the pandemic, their mental health was, was harmed, their ability to, you know, see themselves at school and feel like they could bring themselves to school, those things, you know, were, were really harmed. And so what the teachers really came up with in this theme of thriving students was that we seek a system in which students bring their full selves to school, um, see their identities, cultures, interests and neighborhoods reflected in their instruction, and then learn critical thinking and social emotional learning skills um, through meaningful, relevant learning opportunities. And, you know, we think that that's one thing that can help, we can help solve by ensuring that students, you know, really become these engaged um, citizens and, and, and leaders of their own future um, through doing that. So, you know, so that was one. Another challenge that teachers just highlighted so much was this, this real gap in terms of teachers' ability to thrive in this environment, you know, both before the pandemic and certainly during it. Um, again, this just like very significant harm to, to teachers' mental health um, and the fact that teachers, as you just shared, you know, so often, particularly teachers of color, don't see themselves reflected in the curriculum that they're provided. They don't see them being celebrated for really who they are. The group of teachers who did this effort in the Phoenix Project really came up with this vision of seeking an education system in which teaching is a profession that attracts, supports, retains, and grows excellent, resilient educators who reflect the diversity and the brilliance of their student bodies um, and who have differentiated opportunities to lead and learn throughout their careers. And, you know, we really believe, as you shared, that, you know, Teach Plus has these leadership programs like the ones that you lead, ready to lead, you know, so much work around teachers leading professional learning communities in their schools. Um, But we really want to build a whole movement around teacher leadership and the chance for teachers to see this career path for themselves that's dynamic and allows them to stay in the profession while also continuing to lead and have a really important say in the decisions that affect them and their students. I love the word that you used, movement, right? Because this is something that we want to build awareness of through our efforts to be able to get the word out that this is an issue. Uh, I was in a, in a social environment not too long ago, and I was telling somebody about what I did for a living and a little bit about my job. And in this particular case, he was not a person of color. And he said, um, racism, is that even a thing anymore? And I said, well, uh, Yes, well, actually, it, it is something that people deal with, actually, yeah. You know, a- any decision that we have to make as an organization, we're thinking about the teachers. So I'll share a couple of examples. So one teacher is uh, Kalima Rahim. Um, she was a teacher who I worked with in Boston. Um, she told this story, she testified <laughs> to tell the legislature the story about how she had had a student who graduated, you know, good grades, you know, passed along, feeling like they were really successful, um, went off to college and absolutely couldn't make it. And, you know, that student came back and said to, to Ms. Rahim, you know, this system failed me. I was told that I was ready and I wasn't ready. And so what she testified to was that we really needed to 
be very honest about what are standards and how do we ensure that our, our curriculum and our expectations for our teachers and for our students really held up to what students would need um, in the future. And so every time I have to make a decision about, you know, you know, how we hold ourselves as an education system to high standards, I think about Kalima and the story that she told. Another story, Eric Hale, a Texas Teacher of the Year, absolutely remarkable leader, you know, and he testified really talking about the importance of paying teachers what they deserve. That for teachers, you know, who need to support a family, who need to pay college loans, you know, that it is so critical that we pay teachers like the absolute rock star leaders that they are. And, you know, so anytime I'm thinking about this profession, I'm thinking Eric Hale and, and what he shared about how he was retained in the teaching profession because his district came up with a system that allowed them to pay him a wage that, that was, was really meaningful to making a difference for his family. Um, and then the last story I'll st- share is about Jamil Martinez-Vasquez, um, who is uh, what dear to you, I know, one of the incredible ready-to-lead teachers and just a dear personal friend and, and someone I admire so much. Um, you know, he has talked so much about this importance of districts taking on efforts to really look at their data, interrogate, you know, how are we retaining our teachers? How are we retaining our teachers of color? And then really building an effort to make that happen. And so anytime I'm thinking about how are we participating in this national movement around retention of teachers of color, I'm thinking about Jamil and so many other teachers. You know, if there are educators that are listening right now and they're interested in getting involved at at different levels, what would you say, what would be your advice to those teachers? Well, first of all, I would say thank you to those teachers, because being a teacher in itself is an enormous, it takes time, it takes emotional energy, um, it takes so much hard thinking and expertise. And the fact that there are so many teachers who want to go beyond that, and you know, our name is Teach Plus, it's Teach Plus Lead. And you know, so I would say thank you to anyone who's willing to put in more beyond the incredible leadership that it takes to be a great classroom teacher. You know, I also would say, you know, that your willingness to lead is a gift to the world and that please join Teach Plus. <laughs> so I'll share some opportunities to do that. You know, one is apply for the, the Teach Plus Fellowship. We are looking for teachers across each of the states where we, the 12 states where we operate, who um, want to lead and tell their students stories um, to make sure that they're having influence, you know, in the, in the highest levels of government. Um, join the Teach Plus network, perhaps, you know, for teachers who may be too busy to really be engaged in a full-blown fellowship, there is this opportunity to engage as you see fit and, um, you know, participate in monthly meetings and learn how to, you know, maybe today's the day you reach out um, to your legislator and say, hey, you know, we, we really need to invest in early childhood education or those kinds of things. There's so much of a chance to do that. Um, and then keeping the, your eyes open for opportunities in your district, um, follow Teach Plus at Teach Plus and at Teach Plus Texas on Twitter, you know, those kinds of things are such great opportunities to do that. And then finally, you know, I would say, regardless of whether you're involved in this organization or not, just never underestimate your power as a teacher. Teachers, I think so often will say, you know, that that terrible phrase, I'm just a teacher, when in fact, teachers just have this incredible power to lead in their own schools, you know, band together with their colleagues and come up with, you know, project-based learning or lead a professional learning community or make a recommendation to the principal, you know, any of those kinds of things can be so powerful. There's so many opportunities for teachers to lead in their districts if they just come together and work in a solutions-oriented manner, you know, testifying at school boards, meeting with districts district officials. Um, I think one of the 
the real ahas for me has been just how anxious and willing many district and state and federal leaders are to hear directly from teachers. And they just don't know how or they don't have access. Um, and so when there are Teach Plus teachers who come and testify, you know, they could be eight hours into a hearing and, you know, bored or falling asleep or hungry or whatever it is. And it's like they just perk up and listen because they don't get enough of an opportunity. I think most of them know that they need that and they just need the chance to, to connect. Um, and then finally, you know, miss so many opportunities at the state level. Um, our, our founder um, of Teach Plus, Celine Coggins, used to say that opportunities for influence are hidden in plain sight, that, you know, every hearing, it's publicly posted, you can, you can go and participate. And if you band together with your peers, um, you will be heard. Um, and you can just make a huge difference for your own students and students across the country. You know, I want to also shout out, because of something you said, um, it made me think, you know what, we, we would be remiss if we didn't point out the amazing leadership of our campuses and our districts that allow teachers to have their voice be heard because so many of our teachers, they, they have to push that door open uh, with force because they don't have that opportunity. They are empowered. But there are so many amazing administrators, so many amazing principals and superintendents that really want to have teachers uh, have their voice be heard at all levels to see that change agent work happen, to see those changes made so that everybody can benefit. I was talking with a principal the other day. Uh, she said, you know, it, really all the things we've been doing here, it, it's all because of my team. It's not really because of me. And I said, you know, thank you for that humility, but let me push back just a little bit. Okay. Uh, because it is only because of great leadership that other people on your team can do those things, that they are able to do it. Leaders that I've seen over the years that are not effective are ones that try to do everything themselves or think that they they know how to do everything. But because of your strength of leadership, you empowered those around you to go out and make a difference so that you could have the benefit of having all those voices, all those skills, all those things. That always impresses me. And, and honestly, Lindsay, it's one of the things that has always impressed me about you. You've done that very same thing. You've empowered those people on your team to really lead. And so you model that. And as a result of you and the other leaders at Teach Plus, that culture is here so that we can then pass that on to, to the teachers that we support. So I just want to thank you uh, for being here today and for your leadership. Thank you, Dan. It is such a pleasure and such an honor. And uh, it is it is just so easy and inspiring to um, elevate leaders uh, when they are like you and when they are like the many, many teachers who we talked about today. I couldn't agree more. Lindsay, thank you for being here today, uh, for joining us on this first episode of the Teach Plus Texas Leadership Podcast. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Teach Plus is a national nonprofit that empowers teachers to lead improvements in educational policy and instructional practice. Visit teachplus.org for more information.